When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's showtime. Podcasts are the best, except for when they're not. Come to think there's really just a handful that don't suck. And that's where we come in. Podcast reviews like Hollywood Commander and Kevin. Everybody, welcome to WATP. WATP. <laughs> I'm your host Kevin. With me here, as always, is Carl. We want to remind everyone if you want to check out the show uh, on whoarethese.com, or you can uh, leave us some feedback on iTunes. We'd appreciate that as well. Uh, we're also on Facebook and something called Twitter at Who Are These Pod. On uh, today's show, we'll be reviewing S Town. As always, we have both listened to the episode separately. We have not discussed it beforehand. So let's get into it. How you doing, Carl? I'm doing well, Kevin. Yeah? Yeah. I uh, I listened to the very first episode of S-Town, which is all the rage right now in the podcast universe. Yes. Of course, uh, I got, we kind of got uh, crossed up last week as you started talking about it. And then, oh, yeah, that's what we're going to listen to next week. Uh that was our teaser. So you've already, you've already listened to the entire series. I have, yeah. And uh, I, I re-listened, I guess, to most of the first episode again, just to kind of re-familiarize myself, because it's been a couple weeks, I guess, since I binged through all of it. So uh, it's going to be very difficult <laughs> for me to be kind of negative about this, because I really, really like this show quite a bit. Oh, no one's asking you to be negative, Kevin. We're reviewing podcasts. That's <laughs> okay. what we do here. Reviewing says, the podcast. Says the trash can on our logo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so, you know, let's, I guess let's get into it. I, I mean, I don't know. Uh, I didn't really, actually, I didn't pull any clips because I, I figured I would uh, just kind of off the cuff it here because I, I know the whole run of the show. I also wanted to put that up front too, like for people who are planning on listening to all of the, the the whole run of the show, I might spoil it here. So just be careful. I will say it, I guess, before I say stuff that, so you might want to skip ahead or maybe I could wait to the end to kind of talk more about it. But uh, I don't know. Let's see how it goes. 
I think everyone who wants to hear it has probably heard it by now. It's uh, been around for a few weeks. It's very popular. And if you haven't heard it, let me just break down the premise. Um, and I will say that I'm well aware that how the show starts is not how it ends and that there's a lot of twists and turns. So listening to just the first episode is probably not the best representation of how the show is overall. And it's critically acclaimed and everybody loves it. Um, but I think it's interesting to note that you're going to listen to a show that's 50 minutes long. That show is going to probably give you an idea whether you want to keep listening to it, even the first 20, 30 minutes of it. So that's kind of the way I'm approaching listening to the show. And the setup here is that there's this guy, John B. McLemore, who is getting in touch with Brian Reed from This American Life because he hates his town. He thinks there was a murder that has been covered up by the police, and he wants uh, Brian Reed to do some investigative reporting on it to get to the bottom of it. Correct. Yeah, that's the, the kind of the setup, if you will, in the first episode of what, what's going on. So this guy, he lives in this shit town in Alabama, hence the name S-Town. And uh, I'll, I'll play you a track. This is that guy, John, who's a redneck, explaining why it's a shit town. Play track two. We are one of the child molester capitals of the states. We have just an incredible amount of police corruption. We have the poorest education. We've got 95 churches in this damn county. We'll have two high schools, no secondary education. Hey, if you don't like it, go to Russia. <laughs> so this dude's super depressed. He thinks he's smarter and better than everybody else in his town. And that's kind of the, the premise of this. This guy is like, come down here. Everyone here is an idiot and a redneck, and I'm super smart. And... Uh, I don't like people who self-proclaim how smart they are. I have a track out here. I have a track out here. John uh, explaining how smart he is. Play track seven. Whereas I was interested in the astrolabe, sundials, projective geometry, new wave music, climate change, and how to solve Rubik's Cube. But you can't tell a redneck that the cool, you know, Greenland melt falling directly into the less dense water where the thermohaline convector normally heads back south is sufficient. Firstly, try to explain that the Earth is more than 5,000 years old. Yeah, I, I mean, I definitely see, you know, your point with the guy kind of boasting about how... Oh, this uh, guy loves climate change. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit, every other thing out of his mouth. Climate change, all right, we get it. I understand you live in Alabama. It's fucking hot there. It <laughs> would be more on my radar too if I lived there. Now, did you you just listen to the first episode? Have you listened to any others? I've gotten through the first two. Okay, so you did you feel compelled to listen to the second one, or was that just for the show for WATP? I listened to it for WATP, um, and there's a good chance I'll listen to the rest of it. All right. Jesus, get off it's, my back. It's already. good, right? It's compelling. <laughs> they 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 put a good product together this uh this American life and uh Well, uh, there there's something that they do and it's this trick where they they make it seem like it's important or it's just it's just this production value that other podcasts don't do and I think it tricks people into thinking that what they're listening to has more merit than it actually does. 
I have a track on here, uh, number nine. I call it Talking Over Music Equals High-End Production. <laughs> <laughs> After that first conversation with John, I do some research online, and I find no evidence of this murder. I see there is a place called K3 Lumber, owned by the Burt family. K3 in rural Alabama? Is that just a coincidence? Yeah. I don't so, know. <laughs> they, they do that a lot. You know, yeah. like it comes back, and then the music comes in. It's like this soft, light music, and then he starts talking. And it, that seems to be the thing that ties everything together. Yeah, it's well. They did serial, so if um, right. if anybody's listened to serial, you know kind of the format already. So it's very, it follows that. You know, uh, as Carl said, you 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 know you have music, and then somebody's talking over the music. But I don't know what the hell. Whatever they do, it's ultra fucking compelling <laughs> to listen right. to. I don't know what it well, is, but well, Kevin, I agree with you. So <laughs> I went ahead and made an attempt at making our sounds. Our show sound professional and important. All right. This is what I call my attempt at producing an important sounding show. I wonder why I should care about this. It sounds important because of the production, but in reality, it's not. It's boring as shit. Should I just keep listening because everyone talks about how amazing it is and I'll look stupid if I declare that I don't get it? Isn't my time too valuable to do that? Well, no. The whole premise of this show, listening to podcasts that suck multiple times, proves my time is not valuable. Fuck it. I'll listen to this shitty shit town show. Happy? <laughs> I gotta tell you, I was kind of compelled. I want to see where you're <laughs> right? going. Right? All of a sudden, you're like, where's he going? With this? <laughs> All right, good. Well, here's uh, here's my attempt number two <laughs> to make our show sound important. Play track 11. Kevin is doing his impressions again. Yeah, everyone is really interested in Cobra Commander's take on this show. I know, I'm supposed to yes and everything to keep the show moving, but come on. I have eight more clips with hilarious Simpsons and South Park drops. Wait until you hear Chief Wiggum sound confused. It's dynamite. <laughs> that one's just plain up true. <laughs> I mean, that's... Kevin, I'm, I'm wondering if this should become a staple of our show now. Maybe we just need to... <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about the show, and then we'll just put in, in post, we'll just put in some breaks where we reflect on what's going on. <laughs> I actually really like that. I think it's good. All right. Well, then this isn't going to make a lot of sense, but here's my third attempt at it. Wait, track 12. So I'll admit it. I thought this bit would go over better than it has. I guess it's actually not that funny at all, and making fun of a show that everybody likes trying to figure out some type of angle to goof on it's more difficult than I had realized. Feels like a, a total failure at this point, but you know what? Maybe Kevin will do Cobra Commander. That'll save it. <laughs> uh, is this when I go into Cobra Commander now? Is that what I'm supposed to do? <laughs> no, no. I, uh, I think I called out your Cobra Commander in the other one. So... Uh, so... <laughs> I like it. I, number one, I think that that's, uh, however they do it. Um, and did you, it's not that difficult, I guess is my point. Yeah. We can make ourselves sound, you know, important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because I'm listening to the show, Kevin, and it's about 
this murder that we don't even know whether it happened or not in some uh, small town in Alabama. And the guy who's the main character is someone that no one's ever heard of or cares about. So I'm sitting there and going, what is compelling about this? Why am I why am I listening to it? But I guess they do a good job of making it seem important. Yeah, I think really, to me, it rides on the merits of Serial. So when I first heard about it, it was like, oh, this is from the people who did Serial. I'm like, all right, I like Serial. So let's let's give it a shot. And, you know, the first, I guess, 20, 30 minutes of the show, you are kind of feeling around like, what the fuck are they getting? scratching your head a little bit. Right. What are we doing here? We're not going to go visit this guy now? What's going on? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think your expectation in the beginning is that this is going to be some you know, 10 episode long murder mystery that mm-hmm. you're going to slowly peel the layers back and figure out who, you know, covered up this murder in this small town, you know, and this, there's this crazy, you know, Southern guy named John that's going to kind of walk you through it. Uh, but it, it, it certainly does not <laughs> turn out that way by the time you're finished with the entire run of the show. Uh, in sure. fact, it gets it, it changes pretty drastically right in the beginning um, when you kind of learn more about this uh, murder that that he's contacted Brian about to come down and see. Well, let's uh, you know again focusing in on that first episode. I just want to play some clips. Um, this guy John is a, a little bit of a character. I have a clip on here that says "super generic old guy thing to say." <laughs> You know how these kids talk on cell phones all day long? You can't, do, you can't get them to do nothing because they're on a the cell phone. And they're tweeting and they're YouTubing and they're always on Facebook. <laughs> tweeting and YouTubing. Yeah, it sounded scripted. I'm like, yeah. there's no way he really just said that. <laughs> well, but, the, first yeah, time I, the first time I listened to the show, like the first time you hear John's voice, yeah. I was so, I thought it was somebody doing an impression. Like, I'm like, there's no way that this guy right. So I think like you and I both thought of the same person and I pulled a clip of it. I call it John's voice reminds me of this guy. Play track four. I don't want to be accusatory. Do you do that thing? Do you ever do that thing where there's like a, a silhouette of the person and then you make their voice like a monster voice to disguise what, who they is. So yeah, Seth Galifianakis, which is uh, the twin brother of Um, Zach Galifianakis. Um, that has that voice and it's, it's, I mean, he's obviously putting it on, but it sounds exactly like this John guy. Yeah. It's, it's really funny. There's, there's a clip on funnier die. It's, uh, it's actually taken from one of Zach's uh, standup specials and it, it drops into this interview that he has with, uh, supposedly NPR, uh, this, this Seth Galifianakis. And it's so perfect because, you know, he's having this interview thing in the same way that John and, and you know, and, and those are on S-Town. It was really pretty funny uh, back and forth. But it, it it's so over the top. And I, I hate to say it's like kind of like the stereotypical gay voice, if you know what I mean. Like it's just mm-hmm. got that 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 pitch to it and stuff and it it's it doesn't sound real but then you realize that it's very much real that <laughs> this is this guy's voice and uh he says some pretty crazy shit and it's it's it, it's pretty hilarious well, i have a good example of that 
Um, so play track 15. And I was talking to John about how he would explain to people in town what I was doing down there if they saw me with him. Since everyone around here thinks I'm a queer anyway, I could just tell you I'm sucking your damn dick. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh. Why don't we have more uh, Gilbert drops? That's great. <laughs> I don't know. No! I don't know. we got to work on that. <laughs> um, yeah, so now I, I want to get in a little bit to the spoilery thing because it's going to be hard to kind of talk about uh, some of this well, stuff, but unless well, you want. I, um, before we do that, because it's going to make some of these clips um, less relevant. Okay. Let me just play through a couple of these things that I pulled out. Um, and, and again, I'm listening to this and going, so why would anybody want to keep listening to it? This is Brian kind of summarizing why he's even creating the show in the first place. I call this, this is the convoluted story this show is based on, track five. So just to clarify, so what? So you're hearing this from a guy named Jake Goodson? Mm-hmm. He ran into Cabram, and, mm-hmm. and Cabram told him that we told the other guy to keep his mouth shut and we claim self-defense. Mm-hmm. That's what he told him. There you go. So you're saying that you know this guy who talked to this other guy, and that guy said that his friend once said that, like, really? This is what we're doing? I just <laughs> thought that was a pretty good uh, summation of it. I think it's uh, it speaks pretty well to the the call volume that they probably get at This American Life, that this was oh, yeah. this was what was out there like, eh, you know what, fuck it. I'm going to go down to Alabama. And, <laughs> and what else this. are we going to do? Right, right. <laughs> Uh, and, and I have another clip here that uh, shows that John, even though he thinks he's very smart, he's kind of a dummy. Play uh, track six. Oh, my God. I am 49 years old. Or is it 48? Well, I'm closer to 49. You are stupid. <laughs> he doesn't know what it is. Yeah, he's stupid. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It, 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 I guess it goes on. Well, I don't want to. Like, I, it's hard to. to move forward with uh, the discussion all right, all right. let me blow let me just blow through this right. and then and then we can move on and talk about twists and turns and all that kind of stuff all right. um this is a track that i call this is stupid uh track 13 <laughs> and then i'll explain why this is stupid the whole place feels like it's of another time and it is literally john doesn't follow daylight savings so his property's on a time zone separate from the world around it okay he doesn't follow daylight savings, which is another way of saying all of the clocks in his house are wrong. <laughs> you can't decide whether you follow daylight savings or not. What are you just an hour late to every appointment? <laughs> oh, sorry, asshole. I don't follow daylight savings. That's like, all right, well, the doctor's gone. I don't know what to tell you. You don't well, have a choice in it. Well, that's why I thought I was either 48 or 49. I'm not even sure. <laughs> right. It depends. <laughs> it could have been tomorrow. It could have been today. I don't even know. I just thought that was so dumb. Like, he's trying to add more drama to it. like he doesn't even live in this time zone yes he does everybody lives in the fucking time zone yeah that's how that works except in arizona where i am where you don't uh... no but you still live in your anyway whatever <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well it should also uh, be said that this guy is a clockmaker too so i don't know if that has anything to do with you know his decision to do that or if he's just lazy and doesn't want to change his clocks uh well speaking of the clock making thing so it, the show starts off talking about how difficult it is to repair clocks and it's all metaphory and blowhardy at the end. This is where the show gets uber blowhardy and loses me play track 16. 
It's amazing if you think about it, the sheer variety of methods we've concocted over the centuries to keep track of time. We pour sand through a glass. We swing pendulums back and forth. We count the cycles of radiation coming off an atom. We count Mississippis. Yeah, yuck. <laughs> we cut trees. Oh, we cut time. <laughs> we count Mississippis. Uh. We count Mississippis down here. We cut down trees and count the rings. That's how we know. Yeah. Right, right. Uh. All right. So, and then I have one more clip that I, I definitely want to get to here. Um, they have John's mom, who's old and senile. Uh, in there when he goes down when the uh, the host Brian Reed goes down to visit him at his house he's talking to his mom and I didn't understand this back and forth I don't even know what the answer to the question is so I'm not even sure why they left this in the show maybe you can help me out play track 14 this is an old area yeah where we live it's real old how old (laughs) since time I reckon no. What are y'all talking about? <laughs> what did she say? It's time, I reckon. Since time, like it's it's oh, old since, since time. time, like which still doesn't make any sense. But no, no yeah. it doesn't. It doesn't help me out at all. All right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So um, let we can move this along now. Okay. All right. So <laughs> let's talk about the first thing that drops in the second episode is the whole premise of the show figuring out if this murder was covered up, we find out that the person who supposedly died didn't die. There was no murder. Right. So, I mean, it, it, I, I shouldn't have to say it, but if if you want to check out the rest of the show, we're about to fucking ruin it for you. So there's your well, little spoiler. I mean, but yes. We don't have, we no. don't have to analyze the entire show, but I thought that was oh, interesting. Oh, we do. I thought that was interesting that it's like, Oh, yeah, so uh, this guy convinced me to come down to Alabama and investigate this thing that actually didn't happen. Like, okay, that, that's interesting. Right. And when he when he calls John to tell him that it never happened, John pulled out a hilarious ISIS joke. Play track 17. A clusterfuck of sorrow. <laughs> progress is that ISIS is making progress. You know, it's that, it's that type of progress. It's like ISIS. It's all I could come up with. <laughs> <laughs> so this jack guy is just a fucking lunatic. Um, I did want to pull out just one other spoiler, though, because I, I just think this is funny. Okay. Um, so play track 18, what I call spoiler alert. Has anybody called you? Um, no. Not that I know of. I have a, I have a few missed calls, but I don't think they're from anybody down there. Oh. Why? Well, um, we have some bad news to tell you. Okay. John B. killed himself Monday night. <laughs> Holy mackerel! <laughs> <laughs> so... By the end of the second episode, I just want to I just want to clarify this, Kevin. The the story that they're investigating never happened, and the guy who's the main character that's the point of interest is dead. Right. So I feel like the show is over, right? And when it's it keeps going after that, it's 
I understand there's twists and turns, but I listen to that. I'm like, okay, well, then there's nothing else to do here. That was that was a fun two hours of my life. <laughs> yeah, I, I, it just it kind of explores the guy's life, um, and it kind of gets into. There's a whole kind of uh, not a custody battle, but after his death, there's like some mystery around some money that he had hidden uh, and that type of thing. And there's some conspiracies between the people that are left behind kind of dealing with his estate. And then it kind of morphs into just what this guy was all about, like living as a gay man in, in Alabama and, and those types of things. And, and really kind of coming out of it that this guy really was a pretty fucking smart dude uh, that just really had a shit. was dealt a shitty hand in life. And uh, you know, that's, Basically what the whole kind of show turns out to be. And he's, the tattoo thing is fucking ridiculous because he gets, I don't know if you've ever seen pictures. You can actually look up, there's pictures. Yeah. Yeah. It's nipple piercings and everything. Yeah. Yeah. It was really crazy. He was into like pain and stuff. So he was having his buddies like re-pierce his nipples multiple times. And he had like what was whip, like whip lashes, like how slaves used to get whipped or whatever. He had that like put on his back and then tattooed. So he has like these crazy lash marks, like all over his back. And like, I guess the guy was tattooing over other tattoos, you know, like repeatedly, which is, it's just ridiculous. So the guy obviously, you know, he had some fucking issues, uh, but it's, it's, I don't know. It's an interesting, even though the guy killed himself and you kind of explore some of that too. You, 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 at the end of it, you feel kind of sympathy for this guy. Like, that he just had this kind of. Fucking... I don't know. I don't know if Gilbert Godfrey has any sympathy. For no, I don't think he does. He's a dick. <laughs> <laughs> that fucking laugh. <laughs> oh god. So, for anybody, I guess who likes a, it's hard to to say what genre this falls into. It's not a a murder mystery thing. It's, it's not a feel good, you know, story of the week type of thing either. It's very, it's a reality show. Yeah. It's like a character study of one person. It's very, very unique type of person. So it's very, uh, I don't know. It's, it's MTV's the real world for 2017. (laughs) Kinda. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For rural shit town, Alabama or whatever. Right. But, uh, let's find out what happens when rednecks stop being polite and start getting real and start, start talking like this when they talk and building clocks and stuff. Um, there's a, there is one hilarious moment and I think it's in episode two. Were there t- <laughs> the ISIS joke? Yeah, no, amazing. no, oh, this, okay. this was one that has stayed with me uh, for a while. And it's uh, they're talking to the guy like the the actual fight where this person supposedly died was just like a barroom fight or whatever that spilled outside or whatever. And uh, they're fighting each other and a knife came out at some point. And uh, went to stab or, or, or whatever it was, but the guy says, "Man, he almost hit me in the gooch meat." I don't know. Right. If you, I don't know if you caught that, but gooch I meat, do. gooch meat is fucking pretty goddamn hilarious. <laughs> so that's the one uh, ridiculous thing that stood out to me in this uh, in this show through ten fucking episodes. But um, 
You keep saying ten. I think there's seven episodes, right? Is it seven? I don't know. I I don't recall. It's been a few weeks now, but um, and they go pretty quick. I I think I hammered through them all in one day. Honestly, yeah. I, think I got through the whole show. So, look, if you like it, if you like cereal, and you just like people talking over music, <laughs> like Carl said, <laughs> uh, it's a good listen. It's not a huge investment of time, and I think it. It ends up in a place where you you feel kind of sorry or, or or I don't know, not sorry, but you feel closer in a way to to this whole scenario than than you would uh, having you know listened to WATP for five episodes. <laughs> like, a, you know, I mean, like <laughs> so you're saying that you learn more from this podcast than you would from ours? Yeah, yes, I think so. You get a little more. Uh, a little more insight to how life works. Yeah. It sounds about right. <laughs> Listen, the, the, the whole reason why we reviewed S-Town was just so we could get some SEO boost from it. You know, I, know everyone, <laughs> I know everyone's searching for it, so it's like, fuck it. We might as well have an episode called S-Town so we can get uh, a few more listens. So if that's you listening right now, ha ha. <laughs> we got <gotcha. laughs> you. Motherfucker. Now go through our archives. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right. So, Kevin, next yes. week. Next yeah. week, you and I are going to do this again. We're going to have a whole new podcast to listen to and review. Really? <laughs> to make a baby. You know what that means. It's time for the teaser clip where I play a little snippet from the show we'll be reviewing next week so that you get very excited to get your panties out in a bunch. <laughs> very excited for next week's episode of WATP. Kevin, play next week's teaser. We you had got some address. damage control to do. Oh, yeah. yeah. I said a lot of shit that was like really – we definitely didn't just record that episode. Like yeah, you call, you you call the Pumpkins Nature's Basketballs, which I thought was good. I thought it was okay people, to say, but a lot of people – think so, but there's always that pumpkin defense front. The PDF. I thought it was more <laughs> – It's my favorite, yeah. Hmm. Okay. This is a show called The Comedy Button. Uh, okay. Button, like press a button? Okay. Like press a button, yeah. So the comedy button, there's many hosts, as you could probably tell from that clip. Brian, Scott, Anthony, Ryan, and Max. This is uh, an episode we'll be listening to is from April 14th, 2017. These guys have uh, tons of reviews on iTunes, overwhelmingly positive. Um, so figured we'd give this a listen and see what all the uh, hoopla is about. See if these guys are as funny as... The reviewers say that they are. Oh, boy. <laughs> I smell another podcast war coming on. Uh, so this sounded like almost like a morning zoo. That's when you first started playing. I thought maybe it was a radio show, like a, you know, like terrestrial radio show. Well, that is the formula for morning zoos. Just get as many people on microphones as possible because someone <laughs> will do a noise or something and... You know, we'll all laugh at each other, and people will think that it's funny because people are laughing. It seemed to have that type of formula to it. Right, right. That is that is really the formula too. Like when you think about like morning morning zoo radio, it is just a bunch of people squawking into microphones. Um, because I don't know what that is about. People think that that's funny, 
in some way, or they feel like they're hanging out with a bunch of people. I don't know. I don't understand why that works, but uh, I don't either. But it does make for some good uh, WATP episodes. <laughs> the, man, the man cow episode that we did is still uh, one of my favorites. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you're listening to, uh, you thought this was S Town, go back and check out uh, Man Cow, <laughs> Man Cow in the Morning uh, episode of WATP. Um. So yeah, there's like I said, there's lots of positive reviews. Um, there's, they're all five-star reviews. One that says it's funny 90% of the time, but then it can get tiresome, uh, when they get angry and rant about things. So I, this is what bothers me, Kevin, is that people hear us make fun of their podcast and they go on and they give us one-star reviews. Can't you say that we suck and just give us five stars anyway? (laughs) That, that would be the way to go. I would love to see the criticism. But just give us five stars so that when people are scrolling through, they don't think that uh, it's all nonsense that we're doing. <laughs> well, it is kind of, but yeah, <laughs> it, it, yeah, I'd like to see more five stars. That'd be awesome. But uh, you know, that's uh, not the way the cookie crumbles uh, apparently with with our reviewers. But hey, you know, whatever. We've got a few good uh, uh, five star reviews we've in there. A, we've got a few. Got a few of them so in there. The, the comedy buttons tagline is the best podcast ever created by human beings on planet Earth. Wow. Okay. So you can tell how wacky these guys are. Uh, that's uh, all right. It's gonna be, it's <laughs> gonna be something else. It's the, the, it's the hackiest fucking yeah. tagline for a show ever. But <laughs> all right. Yeah. So uh, please join us again next week because it might be the episode where we find out once and for all who are these podcasts. Sleep well, every pony. You know, who are these podcasts? I don't know. I don't get it. Makes no sense.